Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Good. It's Monday, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You can tell when I'm not. You can see my eyes darting around. (laughs) You look really um, furtive then. It is Monday, yeah. So, yeah. yeah Carry on with sorry. your intro. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday, the 2nd of January, 2023. Who had bets on me making it to the Lord's Year of 2023? Not you. I didn't. <laughs> Certainly not. It's like, it's like that uh, Paul Rudd meme. Who would have thought it, huh? Not... Not me. Look at us. Not me. Look at us, eh? Look when, at us. When you were, when you were, um, you know, very warm welcome to our listeners in, in this in this new year as well. By the way, ah, uh, fuck them. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us. When you were say twelve in about mm. nineteen ninety three, yeah. What do you reckon you thought twenty twenty three was? Could you even imagine twenty twenty three? Yeah, I'm not really a sort of look forward. To, you know what what tomorrow could bring i'm more very much apologize for today kind of guy yeah exactly never look back worry wor- look worry about my, my past my only future is worrying about my past catching up with me that's all are you the type of person that looks forward or the person that looks back i'm constantly apologizing for now yeah i'm not even looking i'm not even looking I, i'm only looking through my rearview m- mirror so i'm clouting people left right and center um knocking them in, in, into the road <laughs> I, I was um, I was doing a big clean out over Christmas of all the paperwork in the house that isn't now extraneous, of which there was a lot. Right. And I found mm. a school leavers book uh, in which one of my friends at the time said he was a Bournemouth fan, which is quite rare mm. from where I where I lived. But anyway, mm. he was saying, "Oh, um, you can follow um, Bournemouth's fortunes in the Premier League in the two thousand four two thousand five season." And it was like a oh, joke wow. because a Bournemouth were in the, Bournemouth from the bottom tier at the time. And we were like, oh, right. right, yeah, of course that will happen kind of thing. And then, well, how far away is that? You know, 2004 or mm. um, It's almost 20 years ago now. And that's the only context that we used to look forward. It was like yeah. with our team were going to do well or whether there would be like a World yeah. Cup or something like that, you know. So it's kind of unimaginable to the young me that we're sat here in 2023, uh, still not with proper yeah. jobs. All the, all I think all of like the improvements, the incremental improvements that people got to get get excited about. You know, the the the, the start of stuff that you talk to uh, uh, to um, uh, on your on your science on your pop science podcast. Um, the where's my jetpack? I, I think still available. Where's my jetpack? The um, did you see my eyes darting around again? What, what, what's what's it called? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, no, uh, where's my jetpack? Uh, the I think all of those kind of incremental improvements are just like it's for people who were who were bigger boys anyway because I couldn't drive then, so therefore yeah. no one's going to give me a flying car. No one's no going to trust me in in being able to uh, in being able to do that. But you can drive a car now. I can now, so now I can look forward to ooh, I don't know, driverless cars and not even having you know, not even I shouldn't have even bothered to uh, yeah, the day you pass your test, driverless cars coming. Yeah, because you know this exactly. was a, today's record is an absolute textbook, Luke and Pete organisational disaster because we were right. supposed to record this morning, and then mm. um, I couldn't do it this morning because a bigger boy was coming to fix my bathroom. Then mm. he was late, which meant I couldn't do this afternoon uh, at mm. the agreed time. Um, so we had to push it back an hour, and then you were a bit late and sent me a voice note in the car saying that you were just coming back from dropping off a rug doctor. Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but but I would say that in this very rare case, your uh, movable feasts has yeah. has impacted on my uh, immovable feast because I did have to get it back at a certain time. Yeah. Um, so I've got a couple was, of uh... points to make on that. One is. Um... <laughs> One is that um, I enjoy an absolute luxurious position of no matter how crap my admin is, no one really notices on this show. Right, okay. Because of yeah, your okay, reputation. Fair. You know what Mark Twain said, yeah. you know, give, give a man a reputation as an early riser and he can sleep till noon, you know, that kind of thing. And secondly... Oh, I see. That's a lovely, that's a lovely uh, turn. I'm going to steal that. Mark Twain. Thanks, Twainy. Yeah. Uh, and Slash Luke Moore. The, yeah, the second the second point is that I am absolutely surrounded by rug doctors at the moment. I'd never heard of the product until about three right. years ago. Now everyone's using them. What do you mean? As in, like people are, are, are sort of waxing lyrical about how useful they are? Because I think the rug doctor has always been a uh, the, the the preserve of um, someone who comes to your house and does it for you. But I think the rug doctor, you will see him in a Morrison's. Yeah, you know, that's it's, where never, I've seen it's never him the nicest. Yeah. It's never the nicest supermarkets. Uh, on net, but it's always the best DIY stores. <laughs> so, so I, I um, what I mean by that is, so you are the third person inside a mm. week to mention the use of and returning of a rug doctor. The first was the lady across the road from me, who's just had an extension on her house, yeah. and um, I saw her in the street while I was getting in my car, and she mentioned it. Our downstairs neighbour came, knocked on my door, and said, "There's going to be a lot of noise because we've got the rug doctor in." Uh, and then you now you've mentioned that sounds you've like mentioned a horrific it. sexual move could have been Might sorry have been. Uh, we're going to make some terrible noises because the rug doctor not for me to is pry is it <laughs> person's home is their castle mate I'm not going to get involved thank you for letting me know is that is a coded invite is, <laughs> is it more is it more and the pampas grass outside is, is a mere kind of uh, volivant what, what happened was um, what actually happened was she knocked on my door and said um are you aware of a rug doctor in the area? And I said, give me a minute. Went and got my costume on, knocked on her door, said, here I am. She went, that's not what I mean. Awful. That's not <laughs> what I mean. I think, but I, th- I think, um, are they particularly louder than any other? Um, uh, oh, it's a very loud of, hoover, Pete. Hoover. It's a very, very it's loud a very, hoover. It's, it's just a bit, it's a normal hoover, but it's slightly bigger, slightly wider, with a beta by in the bum. Yeah, and is it is it is it liquid based? I believe it's liquid based. It's liquid based, yeah. It fires... Um, d- d- um, not Domestos. Don't do that. Detergent. <laughs> Don't put Domestos in the rug, Doctor. You'll fuck it up for everyone else. Yeah. Who's after you? D- <laughs> you wanted you want white carpets, didn't you? Well, you've got them now. Um, <laughs> That's so. So clean. the the only thing you need to do with carpets, and this is a fact. You know, I am an expert mm. in this particular field, so take this okay. as gospel. Rug Doctor. When you move into a new, yeah, when you move into a new house, get new carpets and don't mm. worry about them. Probably want change them every ten years. 
Oh, okay, yeah. You okay. save money that way. If you get in the rug doctor at rug doctor every six months, you're just building up an expense there. Just get new carpets every ten years. I'm struggling to say. I'm. I'm. Str- I mean, I wouldn't really have anywhere to store it, but having a dog, uh, and certainly the, the the dog that left us uh, last year, um, who uh, was loved loved a puke, uh, yeah. just absolutely loved it. Um, well, that rest the, of the puke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that rest of you. Um, yeah, I think with I, I think I, I'm struggling. So I think I mean there must be it come at some point where this it's more it's more financial. It makes more financial financial sense to just buy one outright. I don't even know whether they sell them. Yeah, but then you got to store it, and they're massive, aren't they? Mm, yeah, and it and it sound and it uh, they've got little counters on the back to say how many you know hours it's been turned on or minutes or whatever. And so I do worry that it would be a hell of a thing to try and fix. You'd have to fix it quite a lot and you'd need specialised tools, etc. I don't think there's a person in the world that needs a permanent rug doctor in their home. No. I've got a spot cleaner, That's about, but, but that's just for spots. Little wee spots. Yeah, I, ju- I just use... Um, I just use a, as, a, as a vanish product for your carpet for stains, mm. which has got a little brush included, which actually works very well. It's like um, right. you spray it on it and leave it to dry and then you kind of brush it off. And I've yet to find a stain that hasn't been right. f- f- completely sorted by that. Um, Ew, we're like Kim and Aggie. I'm absolutely delighted we're starting 2023 with this chat. Like Rory, we can't see him in the record because he's producing, but he's yeah. got the camera off. He's tearing his hair out. Oh, I've done this prep for you for 2023. Great, great yeah. way to start the new year. Rug clean doctors it. for eight clean minutes. Up. We're doing eight minutes of rug clean doctors. Up clean up your act for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's the. It's a it's a privilege to have um, to have your own home, Peter, and be able to employ a rug doctor to uh, to clean it. Mm. Um, I also mm. so we were talking about this the other day. You were saying to me, I think I'm right in saying that the smell of new carpets is a is a beautiful mm. smell, and you mm. don't always get to experience it because you don't always have new carpets. So for no. you, the morphine or the methadone, I suppose, to the heroin of a new carpet smell would be a Brillo pad that you shove in your face and sniff it. Correct. Whenever I get a new packet of Brillo pads, um, the soft, spongy material right up the nose. Yes! Yeah, that's good. It's something else. It's transcendental. That's good. It really is wonderful. That is good. It's just the good stuff. And as you're doing it, looking out the kitchen window, you just catch the neighbour's eye <laughs> and open the window and go, and what? And what? And what? Yeah. Keep walking. <laughs> Keep walking, man. Keep walking, because I'm sniffing here. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm actually getting new carpets fairly soon, so I'm excited for the new smell. I hadn't really considered the new smell because I'm essentially driving myself to distraction, bringing myself out in hives, just by so often now noticing how much stuff is on my existing carpets, and right. trying to work out the logistical nightmare that is how you oh, of get new ones and yeah. get new ones in. Um, just tie little balloons to all your stuff. Good idea, actually. Should I do that student prank on myself where you tie everything, stick everything to the ceiling? To the ceiling, yeah, just for a bit, yeah. That'd and be great. That'd actually talking. work really well. The cats well. all think they've, 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 they've mastered um, gravity. Um, the, um, I think with... I think the best thing about getting a new carpet, and I've never done it personally because I've always lived in rented accommodation, but, um, but when the man comes and um, stretches the carpet, Onto the onto the spikes, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's impressive pulls work. it into the corner with those with those stretchy things. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful discipline. It's great done properly. Like, well, you see you see a guy, and I've witnessed this personally. You see mm. a guy, he looks into your room, he sees the carpet that you've purchased. He then, like, without any explanation, rolls it out, uses a really yeah. fucking sharp knife, 
and slices it all up into bits and then lays yeah. it down, puts it in, stretches it, puts it in, stretches it. It's like watching a master baker at work, kneading his dough and all the rest of it. It's a very, very enjoyable thing. Um, I've got a lot of time for it. Although, having said that, the last guys who fitted my carpets here were absolute con men. They genuinely tried to rip me off of quite a lot of money. Um, right. But they, they didn't get away with it, Peter, because you've got to you get up twice pretty early in once. the morning for me. Because I'm obviously... <laughs> you ran in with one of their Stanley knives. And go on, then. I'm sniffing the Brillo pad first thing. They were like, this guy's <laughs> mental. Don't mess with him. He's mad. <laughs> Don't try and he's trick full, him. He's full of chemicals. Well, <laughs> so yeah it's, it is a beautiful thing and so but you, you must be are you a wooden floor man because i'm not a wooden floor man and, and I, I, we're we're dying out as a breed the us non-wooden floor people right okay well i think with it, we've got uh carpets in the front room and on the stairs uh and and that's that's just where the dogs love to puke i mean it, right. it really is a red rag to a bull a, a yellow puke to a to a carpet um so they're um so but they're fine now once you've once you you know as long as you employ a rug doctor every now and again but no the rest of the house is uh is wooden um we've got we've actually got underfloor heating in the loft conversion um so well, that's is, not the one you put your foot through is it no, that was the Airbnb. Wasn't no, that would. Oh, more on that later. That would give me terrible uh, electrical issues. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, no, I think so. So that that's quite useful. But um, I, 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 I'm saying it's quite useful. It, sorry, what I mean to say is it's not useful at all. Right. Because even in the coldest days, which we're experiencing um, around about this week, um, I'm 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 using it, and it just you just get too hot and get dried out. Really, it's all right in the morning, but yeah. in the evening you don't want underfloor heat. And it's too hot. I don't think I've ever. No one's ever cracked this, the the, heat, the house heating conundrum, in my view. So no. my, my my kind of aversion to wooden floors is it's just too drafty and too cold, and I, I, mm. I can't be bothered with it. Um, now maybe underfloor heating, you know, sort of deals with that. I'm not sure. I've never had underfloor heating in my home because obviously I'm a str- strong um, and loyal working class man till I die. So I won't ever go near that kind of stuff. But on the heating thing. I've never had a home where you've like I've never sat in my house and gone. It's been the perfect temperature in here for two days now. It's never happened. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm, out, I'm either putting the heating on because it's too cold, or I'll go fucking house boiling in here and turning it off. And there's nothing I can yeah. do in the middle. I there's can't get anything in between. Right in the no, nothing. Never. Have we not got like? Could you not set like the the um the temperature? You know the Celsius yeah, correctly or something. Right. Right. I do that. But still. Well, do it go down? Well, so some some days you're up and some days you're down, basically. Well, and also I've got um, my wife of Italian heritage who's just always cranking it up. <laughs> like, which is but I'm scandalous. I'm very much like, but I'm I think it's always like a bit of a misnomer that um that that people from cold areas like the northeast take take your top off, show how much of a big fucking bloke you are. Yeah. Um, people from the northeast I find have very warm houses because they're just like well. You know, outside's outside. I can't control that, but I can certainly control how warm my uh, my house is, and it's bloody tropical. Is that what your house was like inside when you were growing up? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, when, when my dad... Well, my dad's my dad's a, a cold-blooded animal, and he likes it quite cool, but, um, yeah, my mum my, and, my and uh, was very warm. Apart from the draft that came when the sea coal van smashed through the living room. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Which, ironically, you would have thought, okay, well, there's more fuel there in the house now but <laughs> yeah exactly there's also a massive hole in the living room wall um <laughs> yeah i um i, I wanted to um shout out our listener friend uh andrew uh, i'm not sure if you saw this peter but he wanted to make us aware of the 88 year old frenchman and this is a great mm. way of starting the year i don't care what anyone says 
88-year-old Frenchman that got an entire hospital evacuated because he walked into A&E with an unexploded World War I bomb in his anus. Yeah, I mean that that makes it sound absolutely massive, and it is in the in in, in the pantheon of things you should shove up your ass. It is massive, but it's still not like a Scud missile massive. So I can under, I can understand why they've done it because it is perfect to get up there, but it is very girthy. In the shape, yeah, satisfying shape. It is a. I mean that would be satisfying because the way that it tapers as well. Yeah. You know, it would be like quite sharp at the end, though. What? Well, yeah, yeah. And, I guess and I, so. I, 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 far be it for me. I'm not going to sit mm. here and tell people, other adults, what to put and not put up their bot bot. It's up to them, right? If you're going to cause yourself a mischief, that's on you. But yeah, you know, when you when it's kind of unexploded ordnance, to to me, it feels like you're making other people's safety decisions for them. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I it's guess so. It's almost like so. drink driving, right? If you want to get pissed at home, do it. Yeah, I mean, do yeah. it in a forest or something. Yeah. Don't do it yeah. in a heavily built-up area. If you know for a fact you're the only person within five square miles and you want to have a beer, yeah. a beer and then drive your, a car or an off-road vehicle, yeah. it's not the same as driving it for a town. It's yeah, the same true. with the bum, up and, the bum up the bum. But, I mean, I guess, like, with, you know, prostate... You know, hitting your prostate and stuff. I mean, apparently it has, ex- you know, explosive. Um, apparently, explosive. Uh, say again. Apparently, what are you saying? Apparently, apparently. For? Well, I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm. I look. There's lots of uh, look. I've, 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 I've filled with whatever I need to fiddle with. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't, haven't. I haven't massively uh, toyed uh, with, the, with with the thing with, with using the using the word toy. Um, toyed with that area massively. But you fiddle but, with what you need to fiddle at the age you're at now. You know it, what you like. Yeah, yeah, I'm. 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 Look, I'm on the main course still. Right. <laughs> Maybe when I get older, I'll want to. I want to try a volavong or. A, you're or very a, much or a on the on the grilled chicken and roast potatoes part of your. Uh... Exactly, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still on that journey. Really. I need yeah. sustenance. Yeah. I can get kinky after fifty, but <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you're if you're expecting uh, uh, an instant orgasm from something cold and steel like smashing into your prostate, imagine as you just crescendo, your whole body explodes. Like that's got to be up there with the greatest sexual bit of adventure anyone's ever experienced that's like a, a, an asphyxy wank like times a million isn't it yeah and also you've uh, you've also got to add into the mix that the man's 88 years old he's, he's a, the man's a purist what can I mean, you it's, say it's, you know I'm not, I'm not being you know I don't want to be too what a way to go I don't want to be you know overly crude but yeah. you know I'm sure, not sure you kind of when you're 88 you're kind of Everyday functions are quite the robust shape that they have been, you know, in your twenties. You know, your, your bladder doesn't have the elasticity in your eighties that it no. does in your twenties. I'm, I'm sure. So it can only be the same thing for the bowel as well. And the guy well, is you, still you going think... for it. Like he's, he's like the Cristiano Ronaldo of uh, of um... insertion. Yeah, I think. But I think with with him doing that, you sort of go, well, it you. I just presume that it, as a eighty eight year old man. If you put something up there, it's going to fall out again. Exactly. Because everything's just... Yeah, I'm surprised that he's got the, muscle, the muscular uh, makeup to, to, to maintain, to, to, to keep that up there, I suppose. Also, when you get to a certain age as well, you're not embarrassed about anything anymore. You say whatever you want, you do whatever you want, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's true. So he probably just wandered have... in and said, sort this. <laughs> not not like, not like you know, when you get like, oh, there's a bloke in his 30s, you had a bottle of tomato ketchup shoved up his bum and, yeah, and yeah, a condom yeah. on it, and he tried to make an excuse mm. and that, that kind of mm. apocryphal tale. 
This guy's yeah. going in for none of that. He's 88. He's waddling in. He's going, sort that out. I've got to go down the uh, bookies this afternoon. So get it um, get it squared away <laughs> for me. Cause I've, so I've, how did, how, was, was there kind in. of like... So presumably there was like bomb disposal guys. There was uh, doctors involved. It's It's just very... Yeah. No one is qualified for that operation. No one. There's no manual in bomb disposal, in surgery, in any kind of triage medically that says this is what you do when this happens. Yeah. That's, that doesn't happen. So no, it's a little bit um, Jack Bauer. Yeah, it is. I think it's if I was a bit on, like I've got a ticking time bomb up my bum. If I was the, if I was chiefly responsible for the A and E on that day, mm. the first thing I'd say to that 88 year old patient is, you've you've made this happen, and there's no there's no precedent here. So I'm flying by the seat of my pants now. There's no manual. I'm going to do what I think's best, but the outcome is on you. So, yeah. And, but apparently, apparently, luckily, it all came, it all popped out, no problem, and he, he moved on with his life. So, lovely. It's great. It's a great way to start the year, I think, isn't it? Get pop, popped up the Ukraine, gave it to Zelensky, went, there you go. <laughs> Don't ask where it's come from. It's a token, token of my appreciation. It's a token, token of our appreciation. <laughs> Wait, that, that bomb's 100 years old. Well, that's not even the half of it. <laughs> Um, let's have a break when we come back I want to do um, hopes and fears for 2023 and I also want to quickly round up we asked our listeners to do the top 5 peak moments of 2022 so we've got to run those down Uh, as well Uh, (laughs) and I'm sure there'll be plenty more besides so we'll see you the other side of these very important messages and don't skip them you little bastards (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com We're back with the Luke and Pete show. We're talking about um, the future and uh, what 2023 will hold. I think one of my major predictions, uh, Luke, is that we um, will be beset with uh, even more artificial intelligence crafted art, video uh, and writing and podcasts as well. Uh, There's a guy called Slim that we both know who has spent uh, the last couple of days uh, putting together um, AI created podcasts, basically. What he's put, you know, you know that big open AI um, um, uh, prompt thing that people were using last week, where they were making everything with artificial intelligence. Yeah. Well, he was feeding that into a, a speech to um, speech, sorry, text to speech uh, module in, in 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 an Adobe package, and so he's just released um, a load of um, <clears throat> released a load of uh, podcasts. Um, from the uh, where it's basically he just basically made made a lot of podcasts out of nothing and he's called it uh, AI Bradbury right like um, Ray, Ray Bradbury yeah <laughs> the science fiction writer yeah, uh, yeah so he's used the AI to make a podcast uh, and um, each part, each episode takes about 30 seconds to make um, 
and and some of the some of the subjects and this come out of nowhere is uh, one man turns into a pube and goes in a toilet, uh, a man who a man who can't stop eating grapes, uh, the film adaptation of the Spectrum uh, uh, um, ZX uh, video game. No, hang on, these, these are all wandery shows. <laughs> I know, but that that's how it's going to work. So I've so I've found this uh, open AI thing, and I've put um and I've put like write a tagline for the Luca Pete Show podcast. Right? Nice, yeah, nice. And I've clicked go. And all I've written is the funniest show on the internet. We could have come up with that. Yeah, easily. But just keep it simple, though. <laughs> keep it simple. Yeah, terrible. Um, Absolutely dreadful. My my friend, do I play music with sometimes um, down in um, down in Surrey? I just go to go to his mm. place and we muck around a bit on the old musical instruments. He um, he used the um, open AI stuff, AI stuff to do um, song write, songwriting, like lyrics and stuff like that. Um, right. And the stuff it comes out with is like is there's kind of a spookiness to it right yeah and and he and he um he basically jokingly calls um the little band we play in notre doom um <laughs> right. just because it's a funny name and <laughs> he he basically chatted into the ai thing he typed in um please write a short gothic horror story about a band called notre doom they style themselves as a doom metal band that doesn't play doom metal right um, Luke sings and plays the guitar. Mark plays the guitar and the bass sometimes, and Robert plays the drums. And is the handsome one because he's obviously called Robert. Please write mm. a story about the ghost that haunts their rehearsal studio, enchanting their instruments, which come to life and eat the band one by one. And then, and then the AI <laughs> in instantly came back with a full short story about it. Which, it's mad, isn't it? Which it's ends absolutely with mad. I'll, it's crazy. I'll give you the last um, couple of paragraphs. I won't bore you with the whole thing, but the, the last paragraph is. The guitar and bass wrapped themselves around Luke and Mark, suffocating them as they screamed for help. Robert tried to fight back with his drumsticks, but the drums came to life, pummeling him until he was nothing more than a bloody mess on the floor. In the end, Notre Doom was no more. Their unique sounds silenced forever by the vengeful ghost that haunted their rehearsal studio, and their fate served as a warning to all other musicians who dare to defy the the rules of doom metal. That's amazing. It's actually decent. decent. I've definitely read worse stories than that. So I've put in um, write a tagline for the Luke and Pete Show podcast. And it's come up, come up with um, a few different ones. Uh, two guys, one podcast, endless laughs. Bearing in mind that they've like the computer has gone out and found out what the Luke and Pete Show is. Yeah, knowing it's two guys, one podcast, and you know why the mark on the endless laughs. But um, the laugh. funniest show on the internet was another one. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, the funniest podcast around. Uh, this one, real friends, real conversations, real laughs. <laughs> Great. It's so wang, but it's funny. It's lovely. It's lovely, oh, Peter. Dear. I think it, I think if you can't take joy out of a soulless algorithm repeating back to you <laughs> facts about yourself, what can you take joy from? Yeah. Um, well, when I looked up... Um, cause I've, cause we've synopsis. Been, I'm going to get him to write a synopsis. Do that. In the meantime, yeah. I want to say to you that because um, we've been doing this show for so long, I think pretty much every year I probably look at what the trends are for the mm. upcoming year or what experts or futurists or whatever you want to call them think of it. Mm. And this year, really, every single fucking grifter, and it is a grift, uh, was basically just talking about Web3 and crypto. Now, I was thinking to myself, yeah. that must Burn be what they that, said last it? year. That must be what they said last year. <laughs> oh, what they said for this coming year? Oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I mean with all the best will in the world, they're... they're there's, there's, they've done nothing in a year. They've just done nothing. They've employed people who used to work in really high up kind of, you know, video games, for example. I think a guy who was in um, 
uh, World of Warcraft, quite high up in Blizzard or whatever. Yeah. And he's joined a um, NF. He's joined the Bored Apes Metaverse bollocks. And it's just, I mean, there's, st- there's still a lot of money in that pot, inexplicably. Not as much as there was, but, but there's Pete, still enough um, money and enough kind of... People are, uh, 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 you know, they're, they're up for it still. Didn't one, of, didn't one of the heads of the big game studios last year do a whole keynote and just spent the whole time talking about crypto and everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, they're all... I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just a way of, um, you know, emptying fans' pockets, I suppose, with very little... Uh, very little artistic um, expression needed. So someone, know, I was at, I was in a meeting the other week, just before Christmas, and someone who's it was present in the meeting is kind of involved in a way of you know, using crypto to finance um, different projects and stuff. And he was saying that um, a lot of brands are secretly involved in all this stuff. They just haven't mm. publicly announced it because they don't want it to backfire on them at this point. Yeah, particularly after fair. the Sam Bankman Fried thing. Yeah, um, I can so they're see just that. Biden their time, see. basically. Um, do you want to uh, do you want to hear a quick uh, look at Pete Shaw synopsis from an AI? This from is the future AI. of podcasting. The future podcast. So, so before Pete... you, before so before you say it, tell me how it actually works. What are they doing? They they they're scraping all of our shows, are they? Scraping all of our shows and and and, and basically creating a new um, you know show synopsis. Effectively, go for it. I mean, so that's that's why it's kind of like it's it. I I think this year will be a real battleground for. Uh, intellectual property in the AI space because um, there's a reason why the AI is able to train itself on on art because the art exists. So people can have their art ripped off and redesigned and reimagined through the eyes of an uncaring and thinking computer. But uh, it's going to be a very interesting year, I think, for people who are trying to sort of maintain their own artistic integrity in this new world. Anyway... Write a Luke Pete Luke and Pete show synopsis. Here's the synopsis. Just pulled out of its arse, right? Yeah. Luke and Pete are two best friends who love to make people laugh. They host a weekly podcast in which they discuss the news of the week, share funny stories, and interview guests. They are also always looking for new and exciting ways to make their show interesting and entertaining for their listeners. Apart from that, that's the last sentence, it's cock on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last sentence massively <laughs> undermines the rest of it. Yeah. Um, Basically. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Luke and Pete is a show about two best friends, Luke and Pete, who live together and share everything <laughs> from their apartment <laughs> from their apartment to their thoughts on life. The show is based on the real-life friendship between the co-creators, Luke Null and Pete Holmes. Is that a podcast? <laughs> is there a Luke and Pete show with Luke Holmes and Pete Holmes? Sorry, Luke Null and Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is that your real name? Pete Holmes, yeah, I don't know. Luke, Luke Noll is a is a uh, Saturday Night Live guy, um, and I think Pete Holmes is a is is a pretty uh, good uh, stand up of some repute. Why does it say that we share yeah. everything? Uh, I, I don't really know. I think they've got a little bit confused between. I think they think we're different Luke and Pete's, basically. They say they share a passion for comedy and love to make each other laugh. In each episode, they will take on different challenges and adventures, ranging from making their own TV show to going on. <laughs> just to going, going on. on. It ends there. Yeah, just going nice. on. Um, on, yeah. on, the AI, on the AI thing, and I do want to round up the show today with your with our listeners' favourite Pete moments of 2022, so we'll do that in a minute. But um, on the AI thing, when you're talking about intellectual property and all the rest of it, like what I found really interesting was a while back I stumbled on the internet across an AI generator that did Jackson Pollock-style paintings. Mm. So obviously Jackson Pollock does this paint flicks, right? And they're really famous, yeah. and, like, and yeah, everyone knows who he is. And this work I think I personally find quite affecting. I think it's quite interesting, the idea and mm. how he does it and all that kind of stuff. When I saw the AI generator Jackson Pollock-style paintings, 
I think probably because I knew it was done by an AI, I just didn't really like it in any anything like the same way. And mm. But is that like that, that? That's quite weird, though, isn't it? I mean, if you didn't, I mean, fundamentally, if you didn't know that it was, I, I think at this point in time, um, some the, the, there's this um, um, uh, anim, animation size uh, side of of uh, there's an animation package basically. I forget what it's called, but um, they automatically the, the TV show the is it Black Lotus or Blue Lotus? White uh, Lotus. Lotus. White Lotus. There you go. One, I knew it was a Black color. Lotus, Blue um, Lotus, and White Lotus. White Lotus. Yeah, exactly. Well, look in it in the AI space, you could make a Black Lotus and a Blue Lotus, yeah. I imagine. But a White Lotus, um, you typed in Home Alone, uh, Home Alone Two, uh, White Lotus intro, right? Yeah. And what came back was this fully formed thirty second um, musical and visual uh, like in- intro video. In the style of the White Lotus TV show, yeah, you know, quite simple, really. Yeah, but like in the style, but it had characters from Home Alone, from Kevin's <laughs> brother to the, the the Wet Bandits to everyone else. Yeah, uh, but it was just it just looked like the White Lotus intro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're at this point where you can tell as soon as you look at something that it's AI generated, and you don't it's reckon a that'll bit always too be clever. Yeah. So at some point. We will reach a part where, where where we we can't tell the difference, and 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 then it gets very very interesting, I think. But at this moment in time, they do create some beautiful stuff, but I think that that beautiful stuff is going to get very very boring very quickly. Um, and you can really tell AI art; it's 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 really obvious. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. Yeah, um, and I think well, also to save your um, because I mean, look, myself and the listeners know that Home Alone Two, they're actually the Sticky Bandits, not the Wet Bandits. But sorry, that's, um, well, I, whoa, that's I thought okay. it was the Wet Bandits, as in like, oh, in Home Alone One, there were the Wet Bandits. It's just called Home Alone, mate. In Home Alone, the first film. <laughs> They were the wet bandits because they turned all the um. Yeah, they they, they used to stuff the, the sinks on. and um and yeah. flood the houses. The wet bandits. Why are they the sticky bandits? Because I think and, didn't and, they didn't they I think they put loads of like tar on their hands or something. Didn't they to try and steal things? I can't tar really on their hands or something. I mean, quite light on details here, Mo, aren't we? Well, not as light as you. <laughs> at least I, at least I give them the respect that their name deserves. <laughs> um. So so I've just typed in. I, I mean, this is endless. Something Pete Donaldson would say. And it's come out with, that's a real banger, mate. <laughs> but we all know it should be goodness me. Probably, yeah. Uh, that's a real bummer, dude. I mean, I don't know where they're getting this but that's stuff not, from. That's not, that's not even AI. No, that's just I like know. A, generate a random sentence that a, you know, a yeah. perceived young man would say. Uh, that's a mighty fine looking automobile you've got there. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> it's not AI. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun, but it's still, a, you can tell. There's 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 some kind of fucking you know Wizard of Oz controlling this yeah, at the back time. end. Um, all right, before we go, I do <laughs> want to do fun. the top five peak moments as voted for by our listeners uh, of 2022. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna count them down from right. five to one, Pete. And I just want you know some reflections of those incidents. Now you're in, now they're in your rear view mirror. You know now you're kind of starting to look forward, apologize for the present, and you know and these kind of events that have perhaps typified the last calendar year for you are now kind of receding into the distance what you think about them okay so um number five from uh lescott is um pete saving kids penalties while wearing a haunting queen face mask yeah that was a fun day i thought um, jubilee, i think I, ups- I was queen's jubilee yeah, yeah i uh said there was some absolute perlers and uh I don't think they were, as many were caught on camera as I, I would have liked, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, good times had by all. Um, I can still smell the mask. It's, uh, yeah, 
a real treat. Respect, respectful of the Queen, given what later happened to her. It's all. It's going to happen to us all, Luke. Going to happen to us all. Yeah, well, it's, but I'm worried that people are going to amalgamate the two incidents and go, "Look how this d- disgusting man celebrated the Queen's death <laughs> by dressed as her, saving penalties, a sport yeah. she didn't even like." <laughs> you uh, don't know that. That's true. Uh, number four from Tom. Pete's appearance on that wine bar advert, mouthing the sentence, "Jet fuel can't melt steel beams." That was fairly recent, actually, and very, very enjoyable. That was fairly recent. I think. Yeah, I think with. I think you've got little. You got little little guys in Leon C, and so like I worry that whatever I do in this town, mm. the people might find out about it on the show quicker than I'd like. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think also yeah. the great thing about that video was it was a real Easter egg because you could just watch the video, which was an advert mm. for a local wine bar, and go, "Oh, there's Pete and his and his partner in the uh, in the video. That's nice. I know him. That's quite quite interesting." Yeah. And then you reveal that what you're actually saying is jet fuel can't melt steel beams, and it becomes mm. a delicious Easter egg for everyone who's in the know. But it doesn't. It doesn't. North. It doesn't hinder anyone else, though. It's not. It's not denigrating yeah. the restaurant. They're never going to know. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. nice moment. I thought. Yeah. Um, number three. This is my, This is one of my favourites. Right. Which I completely forgot about. Uh, from Tim, who says uh, Pete almost getting peer pressured into buying a pub. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I, I will say that since that that happened. Um, my uh, my neighbour has bought himself yet. He's sort of in, in, invested in another pub, which we're visiting tonight. So he's got two pubs now. So he's so I think ah. that that part of his life is sated. So I don't think I'll be asked again oh, to get involved. You must have some regrets, pub. though. You must have some regrets. <laughs> no, not at all. I I I'd hate to be a publican. It's awful. No, but if you if you're a part owner, just walking behind the bar, grabbing yourself a Heine. <laughs> yeah, but every, I could do that now. I've got so much booze. Like I. I don't know. We had uh, somebody visit the house recently, and I was like, I'm going to probably have to tidy up all of this booze. Because, like, there's a lot of booze in the house, but because I don't drink it in the house, it never gets drunk, so it's only for parties and stuff. But So we do have, like, a lot of... I've got two bottles. Remember that gin that was really popular from Marks and Sparks last year with the little light in the bottom and the little flecks of snow or whatever? Like, I've got two of those fuckers. Where, who's going to drink them? Nobody. <laughs> and everyone knows them? where we got it. Everyone knows it was last year's gift. Why, why have you forgotten how much our business partner loves a drink? <laughs> no, I should just you could rock have, up. You could have just rock present after a... present after present. I'll, just, I'll just put it in a big bucket. I'll mix it together. <laughs> yeah. And over in one yeah. go. Um, yeah. So look, there's no regrets that you didn't actually buy a pub? No, no. Not, Is it in your future, whatsoever. do we think? No, none whatsoever. No. Okay, fine. It's the last thing you need me involved in. Well, I disagree with that last bit, but fair enough. Uh, <laughs> number two uh, from Jimmy. Pete going into the loft of an Airbnb and putting his foot through the ceiling. That was a brilliant moment. Uh, that was a low point for me, but I think I could possibly go into the roof restorations business. I think every time, like, it, it will make me think um, to not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so in many ways, I've improved. I think you've if you've if you've genuinely learnt a lesson, I'll say one. That is the very first lesson I've ever seen you learn, right? So <laughs> I, I reserve the right to be sceptical about it because I don't think for one second the next time you go to an Airbnb, yeah. you're not going to go on one of your mad exploration missions, which you definitely. Oh, I'll always will. explore, but maybe I won't be running around on a on a on a on a really um, uh, fragile roof, yeah, slash ceiling. Well, that's progress. I think we can all agree. Mm. Uh, yeah. and number one um, from Ben and many many others. Nothing will ever beat. Um, the turtle on the paddleboard incident, where of course you thought it was a beautiful turtle you were paddleboarding with, because you didn't have your glasses on, it turned out to be a floating pear bobbing in the sea. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still don't know why there's a pair in the sea. So no. it, I think it brings up, I think it brings up more issues than it answers. To I think it does. Honest. I think people often overlook the fact that there's a humble pair bobbling around in the middle of the what Caribbean Sea. Yeah. Um, okay. But I mean, the, the moment itself is great. It's a bonus one here as well because we asked about this on um, Instagram. Uh, we got a little bonus quote, which I loved. A comment on below the photo of you and I standing next to each other from Felix, who literally just said, Pete looks so tiny. <laughs> Pete, Pete looks so, so tiny. <laughs> Pete looks so tiny. Yeah. Not looks so no, ti- tiny. Look, look so <laughs> Pete looks so tiny. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. You just look like a normal-sized man. So I've no oh, idea why they said stuff. that. There we well go. Done. So that's 2022 wrapped up. We're looking ahead to 2023 as well. Of course, um, we'll be back later this week for more of this. So do get in yeah. touch. I think what's what we need to do is get people in touch more on the old email, on the social media. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. If anything you want us to talk about, anything you've heard that you'd like to elaborate on, or just to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. That is hello at LukeandPeacher.com. We are at Luke and Pete Show on all the social medias. Well, the most important ones that aren't... Um, T- you know the least tedious ones Twitter Tip. and Instagram basically yeah. <laughs> I'm going to to finish the show I'm going to write into the uh, OpenAI Playground app what will Luke Moore do in 2023 nice looking forward to this I could do with some ideas Luke Moore will continue to play football <laughs> That's not true. That is absolutely, I can true. guarantee you that will not be the case. Yeah, yeah. Just continue. What yeah, about yourself? Do yourself while we're here. All right. Um, Peter Donaldson. Doom. There is no definite answer, but it is likely that Pete Donaldson will continue to work as a journalist and broadcaster. Journalist. More accurate. Journalist. Well, it is more accurate. They've confused you and the football look more. That's actually happened to be on a live TV show before, but that's another story. Maybe for later. <laughs> Lovely. See All you right, later then. on. Farewell, everyone. Ta-ta. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com.